As an A-rated researcher, Mayosi was part of a team from UCT that identified a new gene last year which causes sudden death among young people and athletes. Mayosi has been hailed as an outstanding academic and a man with a good heart. He also actively participated in recent student-led Fees Must Fall protests. Hundreds of mourners came to pay their last respects to the late Professor Mayosi at his funeral service. Family, friends, students, academics and colleagues all came out to say their final goodbyes to the medical giant. Archbishop Emeritus Njongkonkulu Ndungani addressed mourners at the Cape Town International Convention Center. It is an occasion for us to pause and reflect about life in general and about one life in particular. For we come together to both mourn and celebrate the life of Professor Bongani Mayosi, one of the greatest sons of the soil of Africa, who has left us in the springtime of his life. Mayosi's family says the student-led Fees Must Fall protests had a huge impact on his life and took its toll on him. Mayosi's sister, advocate Nkumisa Mayosi, says her brother's psychological decline and depression began when he took up the position of Dean of Health Sciences at UCT, which coincided with the onset of the Fees Must Fall movement. The vitriolic character of student engagements tore him apart. The abrasive, do-or-die, scorched-earth approach adopted by students in navigating what was a legitimate cause completely vandalized Bongani's soul. Put simply, this unraveled him. To be clear, Bongani believed in the student's cause. But the personal insults and the abuse that were hurled at him without any justification whatsoever, this cut him to the core. Mayosi's wife, Nonchlantla Kumalo Mayosi, says he was tormented a great deal during the Fees Must Fall protests. Her message was read out by a family friend, Kanyisa Vokwana, at the funeral. Academic and chairperson of the UCT Council, Sipo Pityana, says there are lessons to be taken from the death of Professor Bongani Mayose about black excellence. If there is one thing we must take away from the loss of our friend, our colleague, our great intellectual, it is that success can be a very, very lonely place. Achievement brings with it the expectations of even greater achievement. Oxford University academic Hugh Watkins lauded the late Mayosi as one of the most intelligent minds he's ever known. I could see that he had the intellect, tenacious and he was resourceful. He wanted to discover a gene that was causing a heart disease in a family that he cared for. And we looked at it and thought about it and I had to be honest, it wasn't possible with what we knew in those days and we had to set it aside. He came back to it later with his team here and he cracked it last year. And it was a wonderful email for me to receive. The pride he had that his team here had solved this mystery that we couldn't do 20 years before. Cape Town Mayor Patricia DeLille also paid tribute to Professor Mayosi and expressed condolences to his family. She says Mayosi will be remembered as someone who cared for the poor. Professor was very keen to form this collaboration with the city and so some city health officials also attended meeting with UCT health officials 
And so the city has now launched our City Living Healthy campaign. And I want to say to Professor that we appreciate your input and thank you for putting the poor of our city of Cape Town first. We will always remember you. Health Minister Aaron Mutswaledi says it's befitting that the President declared the funeral a special provincial funeral in recognition of the role the world-renowned cardiologist played in the development of the people of South Africa. Speaking at the funeral, Mutswaledi spoke of the many years he knew Mayosi. I met Bongani exactly 35 years ago when he was still a 16-year-old lad. Met him at the Natal Medical School now Nelson Mandela School of Medicine. When he arrived to do first year, I was already in the final year of study. But I was also the president of the SRC. So I was given the job to orientate new students. And I keep on remembering that event. A friend of one of Mayosi's daughters, Kamago, also read out a letter that detailed light-hearted memories from the Mayosi household from when they were kids. I'll never forget the night Mama and Dada were having a heated debate about the age at which one could officially be called a teenager. Dada was convinced it was from the age of 10, and Mama knew that it was in fact 13. <laughs> Sis Ngui, Vui and I quickly saw an opportunity to get out of washing the dishes. We then brought out the, the trusty encyclopedia. Once it had been settled, Dada humbly rolled up his sleeves and washed all the dishes with the infectious smile on his face. Mayosi leaves behind his mother, wife, three daughters, his brother and three sisters. I'm Corbin August in Cape Town.